The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. Welcome to Driving... I have a little well sober bubble in my throat. Driving well awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Veggie Mite. I'm Art. I'm Bovright. Are you, are you Veggie Mitt? Is that past tense? If you're wondering what we're talking about on... The Patreon podcast, we sampled some of Art's Australian conquests. Oh, the booty. The booty. That brought the booty. Uh, we Vegemite, Bovrite, and Marmite. Yeah, I have this Marmite in front of me, and it's kind of grossing me out. I'm not into it. But there's more to be said about that. <laughs> Wait, more. Um, this is a nice little glass jar, though. You like the jar? Yeah. It looks like vintage, right? It would have yeah. been a good weed yep. jar. Oh, yeah. If, Keep your weed in. I mean, nowadays you just can put it in whatever. You can just hold it in your hand. <laughs> by, the, by the way, I, I had lunch, lunch the other day uh, next to a fancy weed store here in Santa Cruz. I know we talked about this recently. Yeah. So my sister and I went in there to kind of just peruse. Very, It's kind of amazing. It's a very cool experience if you've never been to one of these like higher-end spots. Where, where is this one? Like, it's on Ocean Street. Oh, it's okay. Kind Peoples. Oh, it's the one next to our old Carson Coffee? Yeah. Yep. Took over our old cars and coffee spot. And, um, it is very wild. What's going on out there. Yeah. What's going on What the kids are doing very, um, bespoke, uh-huh. uh, oh, shit. items. Do they handle like, like they're on rails? Like or? $400 bubblers. Um, well, you know, everything's like very, very fancy. They have, you know, you ever smoke, have an apple. Yep. Of course. Now they have a porcelain. Oh, apple. it looks like an apple. Yeah. <laughs> that you, that's a pipe. Yeah, um, like, but you don't understand. Like, we did that on necessity. I know, right? I, I know. That's what I'm saying. And it's $90. Yeah. It's 90 cool. bucks. They've appropriated the apple, man. The second thing that was really weird are rubber pipes. Rubber pipes? Huh. It looks like a pipe. Yeah. But it's like a baking silicone so, used for, like, cooking yeah. and, you know. They Is that for, like, and security and stuff? And stuff? Security. Oh. Drops, I remember right? hearing about that a while ago that they had these rubber pipes. That's interesting. No, I, I think it's more for breakage. That's mm. what I thought. But, but the thing about it is it's got a insert for the bowl mm. out of glass that you put in there. So you it's still like your weed is on glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not smoking like rubber. You know, the bowl's not rubber. Yeah. But the rest of the pipe is rubber and it's all like crazy colors and stuff. Cool. Like flesh mm. color. And then the other thing they have is like a... Uh, um, Basically, like a glade plug-in uh-huh. for weed, man. So it's like a oh, so it weed emi- incense, yeah, kind of atomizer or something. Kind of down. That's pretty hardcore. It seems wasteful too. <laughs> Super wasteful. What do you mean? Man? And also, it's like don't let the kids in that room. Yeah, it's full of weed. <laughs> it's like those little like my wife has one of those things that like she puts like. I don't know what the fuck. Shitty you put some wax. drops of shit in the water and then it yeah, like yeah, yeah. goes into the like, like a vaporizing Like a vapor. Thing. Yeah. It's not a vaporizer. It's more like plug in the wall is mm. what I what I gathered. Mm. But anyways, there's companies out there making this stuff that you just kind of haven't thought about. Yeah. Some other weird stuff too. It's interesting. Yeah. Expensive. 
Mm-hmm. Everything is very expensive. Yeah. But this is also the most, you know, high profile weed store. This is the most expensivest shit. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying like, I'm sure San Francisco has some way crazier weed stores, but this one for Santa Cruz is about as fancy as it gets. Have you seen that show, uh, Two Chains does on Vice? I saw one. The most expensive is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just reminded me of like two things, obviously that being expensive, but also he, like, the whole CBD thing is getting huge now, right? Like weed and all, and food and all kinds of stuff. And he goes to this restaurant that only does wheat, like I saw and food. That. And I'm not down with that, dude. Or maybe you were telling me about it and then we pulled it up and watched it. Maybe we did. Yeah. yeah I remember that. Uh, uh, Ali was talking about it. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Um, anyhow, that's my, uh, old man going to a weed store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, did you walk around with your hands behind your back while wearing new balances? And I was like, trying to go museum mode, but, museum, uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't, did, it was br- funny. I didn't even look at analog weed. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking at all the weird, all the weird and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the whole dab thing is huge now, right? Like, which, which is like concentrated stuff. It's like people are basically, my brother was telling me about the one out by, by Costco, you know, out here. Mm-hmm. And he said he went there on like it's like a that could be the original kind people's. Oh, I think it is. Maybe. Yeah, and they have like a I don't know how do you explain it. It's like a flea market day almost where they have all their vendors have little booths samples inside, shit. like samples. They're like giving out samples and like you like giving out T-shirts and and all this kind of stuff. It's trippy. It's like such a heavy scene, dude. I don't really. It's hard to it's hard to wrap your mind around it. I know that's why I feel like it's, I'm an old man because I still forget. It's legal. We were talking about, and then you're like sneaking into the store. So like, kind of still feel weird. Yeah. Like, oh, I would feel I hope so no one weird. sees me go in here. It's like, well, why? It's yeah. like going to a bar. Right? Yeah. And cop parks outside. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah act normal. Act normal. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to the sushi restaurant. Yeah. Well, it still feels kind of. I mean, it's not legal everywhere, so it still feels a little. There's some weird stuff. It's also not legal county to county. Yeah. It's federally not legal, and I don't know. I don't get it. But anyways, you're all gonna get busted. Yeah. Fine, don't worry about it. Yeah. My sister was like, oh, wait, if I put my name on this list, because you have to sign in to go in. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what some, is that all about? There's some they daily, have security guys at the door? There's some daily limit of oh. uh, what you can purchase. So essentially, if you've gone to like store to store, they would be able to tell, I guess. But What so, system is your name in? Yeah, some system. Huh. I don't know. She said, is this going to stop me from running for president? I'm like, yeah, probably, but you don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. worry about it. Who cares about that? Just get high, man. Yeah. yeah. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed. Yep. So it is a Thursday show, huh? Let's get right into it, shall we? Um, yeah. What'd you drive down here in, Art? Just a little preview for Sunday, huh? I drove down in a Peugeot 205 GTI. Ah. Dream car, some might say, right? Uh-huh. Some Special little bulldog. Someone might say that. <laughs> yeah. Whose dream car is that? Dream bigger, people. Fat, fantastic <laughs> yeah. Jesus. little pit bull. Ew. All right. Thursday edition. Questions. My dream is to have a minimum wage job when I grow up. I want to be the manager of a Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, dude. That's way above this. That? I think they probably make like yeah, high 40s. <laughs> um, okay. Driving well, awesome. Vandalay Industries says Vololvo has been appropriately likened to a refrigerator. What inanimate object would you say your project car best represent? And he says, hashtag Ba with the Ba. You had to be there for that one. Yeah, right? you definitely had to. Be there. Um, <laughs> I was there. I remember that. Well, my project car is dark gray. It is boxy. Uh, 
It's a little battleship. It's not a coffin. Um, the uh, I don't know, dude. There's not. It's not a very good question, dude. What's yours? I don't know. This is a. It's it a, a red, red rocket. It's a red bell pepper. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. A red, a red, little, red zucchini. A red, red spicy zucchini. little guy. Yeah. Oh, it does have a gray bumper. What has like a little... It has a great bumper. Gray bumper. bumper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's a too. great bumper. Yeah. Uh, what about like a German kielbasa? Um, but kielbasas aren't German. <laughs> this be a, I don't know. This is a hard question. I don't think there's really answers. Mm-hmm. Um... Ben Rogat says contacts or glasses. I wear glasses. Uh, I wear contacts. If it is a woman, I want her to wear glasses because I think glasses are attractive. But that's selfish because I know it's a uh, you want peripheral vision sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I I prefer glasses myself too. I like contacts, but they're uh, very uncomfortable for my eyeballs. I like contacts. I yeah. wear glasses for many how, many years. You want to tell people how often you take your contacts out? About like uh, every couple of weeks. Yeah. So sleep. Are they day and night though? Huh? Aren't there some that are made? For I don't know. Mine like normal. Whatever. <laughs> you said, uh, I don't know. They're, you're supposed to take them out, and put them in your little holder. I at thought night. so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I the keep mine in. gnarly. I basically don't wear contacts. I don't go through the the bad parts of wearing contacts. Yeah. But I wear contacts. And you you'll be blind at like 48. Nah, uh, dude, I'm all good. Maybe he's blind and he doesn't know it. I'm pretty blind. <laughs> but I did wear glasses for a long time. They're, it's a lot of work to wear. I mean, glasses are kind of a pain in the butt. Like, totally. you have to wipe them down all the time. If you're doing any kind of exercise or anything, they get fogged up. And, and, then, and then you constantly have to switch between sunglasses, if you have prescription sunglasses mm-hmm. and non. And Yeah, and then even for me, like, you know, you take them off, take a shower or whatever. I am so fucking blind without my glasses. Like, it's hard for me to, like, see shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's I'm, gnarly. Yeah. yeah, that's gnarly. Um, the good news there is, though, if you don't have them in, um, your shower looks super clean. You're not seeing any hairs. Yeah, uh, that's true. You're not seeing any of them. Just, it's just a big blur. Yeti <laughs> Overland said uh, monocles. And then I was thinking maybe double monocle. What's what, oh is that double monocle? Oh, I thought like like they're like stacked glasses, and you just right? like swipe it for like a different you know like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Oh, like a loop. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, all on one side, and then if you I'm want, I'm thinking like yeah. double Mr. Peanut. Two chains. You would be two, two chains, one on each side. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tyler Hill. Says around the table. Would each of you have a one M, M2 competition or original M2 with some upgrades? M2 with upgrades. I have not driven an M2 of any sort. M2 competition. I don't want the V8. It doesn't have a V8. It doesn't have a V8. Wait. But it has the new, it has the not real V8, M motor. It has the big M motor, right? It has the real M motor. Yeah. Like a, like a better engine. I thought it was bigger and heavier. They're all heavy. Unnecessary. <clears throat> They're all heavy. I'll say 1M. RSB. Rare special bulldog. <laughs> 1M does nothing for me. You'd really go with a one M over those? I think so. Everything's better about the other car though. Uh well I have not driven an M two, but everyone talks about the steering being really shitty and the one M steering is nice. Just that interior alone. So but they're the same. No, they're, they're not. The classic BMW. It's got no. the oh, come thing on. on the side. They're not the same. No. Come on. Yeah, it's a little bit better, but I don't know. I just want to be controversial, man, you know? Yep. <laughs> Fuck the man or whatever. Hey Hey 47 says DWA Archives episode 10. Lane passed out after installing a performance chip. What's the worst you've gotten hurt from working on your car? You what? passed out from a installing a performance chip? Did I? 
What does that mean? Oh, I think I stabbed myself with a screwdriver. Oh. Or I slept like... And then you were all bloody and that's why you passed dude, out? Dude, I literally passed out. I remember I went into the house and I, was I think I was billy- like against the wall or something and I fell. Was it a billy boat or something? or Billy boat? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Billy boat chip. <laughs> dude, Dynan made chips for other cars other than... Hell yeah. yeah. What are they you had, doing? They had 944 chips. Right? Yeah, mine's a Jim yeah. Confronte chip, I believe. Oh, the guy doesn't make them anymore, but that's really good. I like Confronte, though. Oh, it's... Con- how, the, you guys know the guy's name? Yeah, ba- ba- the, Bonfante the Gardens. Italian knockoff. Bonfante Gardens. Mine's Bonfante Gardens. <laughs> I think that's who it Alfredo. is. No, mine's not a Jim... Jim That's Crow? a Mercedes guy. I mean, a BMW guy, right? Conforti? Conforti? There's, yeah. Mine's yeah, some I, other I, I, dude. Oh, is it Steve Wong? No, it's not Steve Wong. He does okay. G-bodies and stuff. Oh, it's E-40, yeah. Okay. What do you time a time a I'm going through the questions just with you, man. Just following along, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, oh wait, we didn't talk about what's the worst you've gotten hurt from working on your car, dude. I had a transmission fucking fall on my chest Uh, when I was taking it out. That was kind of gnarly. Yeah, but it was from a Yugo, and you could lift it with one hand. No, it was an I (laughs) fourteen, but that'll do it. Hurts. Um, feel like there's. I feel like I cut myself really bad, like a deep, nasty (laughs) stitch cut kind of thing. Yeah. I can't remember where though. Actually, my worst one was um, not on a car, but it was on a Mercedes CLK Black Series door sill. I was taking the um, has this metal inlaid thing that says Black Series, yeah, yeah Black Series or whatever it says, and I was pulling that out, and my arm slipped, and I cut my hand really bad. I'm, I'm right here. I have a big scar. And that one, I went to the bathroom to clean it up because it was oozing blood everywhere. And I passed, I fell on the floor and then woke dude. up on the fucking floor. Dang. Like five common, minutes later or whatever. theme here. Yeah, no. Um, I, this wasn't like the worst, but the recent one is, uh, there was, I was taking a belt off a car and it had a, a tight pulley, two wheels close together. And my thumb went through the two wheels, but mm. it, was, it was tight enough for my thumb to like roll through. Oh. But fingernail fingernail tattered like Whoa. and it, it was did it instantaneous yeah. uh, i think it it almost did it was like ah oh, hurt so bad painful because it rolled but it crushed oh. yeah yeah that makes sense yeah totally yeah, it it went right sense, dude. roll crush it was like the perfect because if it if it was a little tighter it wouldn't have gone all the way through it wouldn't hurt as much it was like just and if it was looser bone. i would have yeah <laughs> just big enough for both Daunt320 says, common theme of Radwood era cars, broken odometers. How do you react to this conundrum? Does it scare you away entirely or soil a potential buy? Nah. Depends on the car. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's documentation that helps. But. Volvos, BMWs. Um, mine's very, broken very right common. now. Porsche. Um, mine's broken. Uh, it's not a horrible fix, if that's his question. But uh, as far as like having records and stuff... I think as long as there's receipts, right? That's the key, because if they're if they aren't th- they aren't there, you have no idea what you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. I'm su- I was surprised to see like a lot of TMU. Like I was looking at 924s prices on BAT, and some like pretty expensive 924s's that sold with with like true mileage unknown with like okay records. Um, it yeah. didn't seem to deter people, I guess, because again, the records are the it's the main things. Really are, hard to have yeah. mile, mileage verified on a nine twenty four S. I mean, early the other thing too is if someone well, says work an odometer. I mean, how when did when did they fix it? Yeah, when <laughs> right? did it like, break before? Yeah, how long was it broken for? Yeah, you almost go into it assuming unless it's really well documented and the price is going to be according. You know, Dude, the way I always look at these older cars is like you actually look at the car yeah. and you judge the car by how it drives, how it looks, how yep. it feels, you know, hmm. all that kind of stuff. You can tell, I mean, you yeah, know. there's a lot of telltale signs. Yeah. Pedal wear. 
Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Carpet wear. Yeah, if someone's claiming like 60,000 original models and you look at the pedals and, and the, they're brand new or they're totally worn, you're like, nah, that's not, yep. you know. Exactly. Paint rubbed through, stuff yep. like that. Seat yep. bolster wear. But like I don't that. think it should deter you. I think you just got to be a little bit more careful. Mm-hmm. It's very, very common. Um, PFM California says the Bugatti in the post gives me a question. Which of the following will you tolerate most? Poor steering, poor brakes, or poor shifting. He says the Bugatti owners picked brakes. Uh, yeah, so our post has a... Uh, um, type 34 replica, but it's Type a, it's 34 a, it's a or 35, yeah. Uh, it's a per saying, though, yeah. Uh, Bugatti yeah. Uh, Grand Prix car. But uh, uh, poor steering, poor brakes, or poor shifting. Um, probably poor shifting. Poor shifting, I think. I mean, the other two are kind of like safety and um, way more used yeah you're always you're always steering and you're oh and you're always braking and then shifting is only so many times per yeah you can drive for a long time yeah i agree with that yeah Yeah, because even if it's shitty like most of the time it just means grinding and whatnot but you're getting it into gear or it's a little bit like sloppy but you usually can work around that you get like a 915 you get used to it you You learn it yeah you learn it yeah yeah, those brakes are gnarly though like on this on the bugatti there they're basically cables to a drum yeah which is like you know and these are grand prix cars better be tight cable nutty yeah dave casement says if license plates weren't required how much would it affect automotive design are there fresh shapes out there that can't be implemented because of the need for plate mounting spot on a trunk or bumper? Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, I think, I mean, especially, I don't know, we're talking probably contemporary design, but I'm thinking like cars that already exist, like especially 80s cars. They had like this deep indentation in the back always, like for the plate, whereas like... Or it'll be for the Euro plate. And we don't need that. Wider, but they've, right? Yeah, they've made yeah. this huge. And some cars, it's really obvious. Like if you look at the back of a, of a two series, a BMW, like you can tell that it's made for a Euro plate. It's super wide, yeah. and like the ta- the tail lights are really small. Um, I but, think a lot. But of would it front, greatly change design? I mean, besides like tail light, front ends seem to be designed the way they want to design them, yeah. right? Like for the most part. And there's and then they kind of tack on the bump. The yeah, thing. I mean, there's way bigger limitations than than. Um, License plates, basically, like bumper height is the is That's one of the, the biggest, one, and then light size. And now it's um, uh, pedestrian crash is the front ends are all super tall. Square That's why all the new Audis and BMWs look really silly because they have the Mercedes really high r- hood, squared off and then it real. goes really low, like quickly. Yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I don't know if it would make that big of a difference, really. And you look because you look at like how cars have evolved, like. Back in the 60s and 70s, a lot of times they would just have a place on the bumper for a license plate. Yeah. And it, you know, it would still have the same as we have now and have had through the years where you have two taillights left and right and then you have a blank space in between. Now we've just chosen to put the license plate in that blank space and kind of carved out a little hole for it, but it's not, mm. it hasn't changed. I don't think the overall design has changed right. that much. I'm just wondering also, like, with the, I think someone's asked us this question, and I can't remember if we had an answer for them, but, like, supercars, right? Like, how does that work for the bumper or the hood height thing? Uh, I think there's a number production, I believe there's, like, a production number kind of thing oh, there. okay. If it's low volume, you like can get away exemption, with it. Like an exemption, yeah. I wonder the same thing, because, like, a Huracan, that thing is so yeah. low. Yeah. yeah. Ankle biter. Yeah. Arr. 
just yeah, it'll just cut the guy's knee and guy's legs off at the knee basically instead of like even like, yeah. <laughs> well yeah every ferrari would look like a like a early 2000s f1 car or something you know or every car would have this huge yeah. high nose and yeah because they can't even make it sharp and high like a uh like a 328 or a mondial it's got to be yeah i don't know I if it's got to be almost like flat I don't know how it works. I, I think it's got to be flat. Like basically, if you run into someone at five miles an hour, they have to be able to like walk away or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, because the F1 nose is just a pointy like yeah. thing up, up top with a space underneath, but yeah. it would have to be filled in. But the weird, yeah. it's just weird because you look at like above the wheels on on the front of a car. Yeah, and that that height is so high, and that's where the height I think needs to be. I don't know how many feet from from the front it is or whatever. Yeah. And then those cars like start to like the slope is really fast and it, it almost gives it like, it gives it a little bit of that like F1 nose yeah. look from, from that era. It's really weird. Uh, Vlad Hooligan goes on to ask, what are your thoughts on vanity Euro plates that are mounted to the front of a car driven in the U S it only makes sense to me if someone has a Euro source car or bumper with the matching elongated brick shaped indentations. Uh, I'm over that look. Completely. Yeah, it's a very like uh, it's, VW tuner, or kind of like Vol- Volkswagen BMW tuner thing. Look at me! The, it's a look at me thing. Well, it's just a it's a wanting to be different. I think really right more than anything. But I mean, like, it's, it's a vanity Europlate too. It's not like they went to European. Delivery. Oh, I see. Yeah, and a lot of times it even has like the number for like the actual plate number on there. But yeah. it's just it's like, but it's a different Euro shape. Um, I remember thinking it was kind of cool when it first started happening with the Euro deliveries where. People keep the Euro plate on the back and then put the like California that's plate on top cool. of it. Especially, especially with the, yeah. especially with a car that's subtle like a S80 Volvo or something, mm-hmm. and you would see that and you're like, oh, like I know that that's why that that's yeah. there. Yeah, but they're not doing it to show off so much. It's more of just like it's that's just kind of a came. cool. It's like a it. It's kind of showing where the car's been. Yeah, and what it's done. Yeah, I. But when people them, started yeah. faking that, then it became a lame thing, right? Yeah. Totally. I just yeah, no plate is ideal, and it's always me, like <laughs> you know, bon. Bondstormer or yeah. something like yeah, something. no front plate unless you have a um Bonkers. JDM FDRX7 oh front God. bumper, Jeez. which needs so far you you like need that front plate. You know, yeah, there's if you rock it without a plate, it looks ten times worse. Yeah, right? uh, with so I did this in in actually in high school with my Audi uh, with the 4000s the mm-hmm. Quattro. Because I did go to Germany and I got a period plate. Like, um, it was at a farm and they just had a bunch of them and I just, I grabbed one and I threw it on the front plate as a kid. I thought it was right. Yeah, of course. Because it's an, it's a German car. I had a mobile license plate for him. I know. Yep. But, uh, I agree with the vanity stuff is weird. I'm not a fan. Alex Dadel says, rank the following from best to worst. Circa 2000 Oakland whistle tips, exhaust through the hood, uh-huh. or fake anti-lag tune. That's definitely the worst. Um, all right, so mine would be from best to worst. Best hood through the hood. Or I mean, hood through the, <laughs> exhaust through the hood. Whistle tips in the middle, and then fake anti lag at the bottom. What's fake anti lag tune? So I guess it just sounds like that popping. You know, like oh. you heard it where it's like it, they bounce it off the rev limiter. It, they, it's it, fake though. But I guess it's just a fake sound. The car doesn't even sound that way. Wait, I mean, I, no, I think it's a tune. To make it? I like tune. Uh, I'm going whistle tips is worse. Yeah, whistle tips is worse. I mean, unless you're trying to get up and make breakfast or something, but. Yeah, it is early in the morning. Uh, exhaust through the hood is best. Yep. 
And then I guess the and then fake anti lag tune. But I don't know what that is. Well, because f- yeah, I guess it is a tune, right? Because the anti lag is for a turbo, right? So it's yeah. trying to keep it spooled up. But like it's fake, I, though. But yeah, I guess they just make it just has they that tune sound. it to sound like that. Yeah, yeah. so it, it just like bounces off the revelator basically and makes the sound, right? Gotcha. <clears throat> Bulv rate, big fat flip. Any of you guys follow FIA World Rallycross at all? Any Ooh. thoughts on this type of motorsport? Um, no, I don't. Weren't you following it a little, Warren? Uh, no, WRC. Oh, okay. I try to follow that um, on Red Bull. And which one? Oh, he's talking about Rally Cross with Rally the jumps Cross. and stuff. I, like, I think it's great. Yeah, it's cool. I it's mean, like Coliseum style with the Volkswagens. Yeah, and all that. yeah. And they've Tanner they've Bounds. made it a little bit more interesting with that little Joker lap. That you uh-huh. have to do. You have to do the out. There's yeah. some variable, like just because you get a good hole shot, you're not going to lose the race mm-hmm. potentially. It's it seems super rad. I, They're I, super short, right? They're like they, six laps. I think they have to be. I think it's like, but it almost is probably hard on the cars. They yeah. jump in and yeah. I just like. Quite frankly, did not know that it was even still a thing. I thought like because in my in our world we had global rally cross, and that when that disappeared, I kind of stopped paying attention. Um, he says he's cool. determined to follow the whole season. Um, Where do you follow it? I want to check it out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let Hit us, us know, up, big, Brian. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Uh, Sounds cool. I'm down. Is it worth watching? Do the, do they make it a drama? A drama like F1? I'd be down to watch it though. It does. I mean, it seems like it's fun because it's probably. And probably the recaps are really good. Well, you watched the the Ken Block uh, documentary. Yeah, it's really good. And he was he ending, was doing it. He was yeah. ending it because it was so yeah hard. Uh huh. With all doing, the stuff he doing was doing very well and yeah, disappointing. But looked very cool. Was he with Ford or Subaru? Or Ford. Ford. Yeah. And Volkswagen was like winning, right? They were the one. I think so. And they even had a Beetle going. The for Beetle a was killing yeah, it. Tanner, yeah. Tanner Faust drove that. <laughs> yeah, thing looked pretty cool actually. Um, it'd be a great support series for like F1 or something, like, or even like, that would be cool. Just a different, totally different yeah, because it's so off. Yeah, it's so different. Very. I just like uh, Alex Dadel's comment about like introducing that that at an amateur level. That would be awesome. Oh so, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, they have rallycross here. Yeah, but it's but not this is like not, that. Well, the course this is, is more like stadium style, right? Where yeah, it's yeah. like, I mean, that's like. Hey, I want to race on because that's guys. the whole thing. That's like full spectator sport, yeah. as opposed to like normal. Our rally cross is like autocross. You could probably do that at some of these like Watsonville Speedway type places where they do the the tri- figure eight yeah. races and yeah, stuff. Yeah, put some jumps up, in the infield and cool stuff. Yeah. With For sure, stuff. Yeah, um, and they do the figure eight where you jump over the other people coming if, yep. if there's enough of a gap. It's kind of cool. Some guys go short and crash into mm-hmm. the other side. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lars Brunkhorst says, been dailing my 2018 Mazda uh, Miata RF Club for two months now. Only issue I'm running into is it's just a tiny bit too tall for long drives. Oh, I'm just... Uh, he's, oh, he's, he's too, too tall, tall yeah. for long drives, <laughs> which normally isn't a big issue. Um, he has another car for that. Is it worth getting aftermarket seat rails if I lose seat adjustability? Oh, so you'd have to like t- fully bolt them to the floor? I guess totally start over. I mean, that, um, that depends God, on his comfort. Dude, right? that's He's all about your comfort. situation. Like, are other people driving your car? And then... That's one good question. And what's the... Is there long-term... Of, like, is there permanent effects on the car? Probably not. But I Yeah, think you that's just the, replace the That's rails. the biggest question. Are people driving it? And would... Like, if you have a significant other, could you make some pillows that you could put in there if she had to drive it. Uh, I think that, yeah, rally that's, that's definitely really key. But my, my angle here is he's talking about comfort. So if he's compromising comfort and then for sure, that's where it's an issue. So he has to basically 
is his comfortable driving position, which will be permanent, also good for driving? You know, for when he wants that. Well, it sounds like driving, if, a, right? if a car is not comfortable long distance, you're probably not in your optimized comfort, you know, seating position. So I would want to find a way to make that better. Yeah. Whether that's like, how about you using the stock C-rails and putting a seat with less back padding or something, you know, a thinner seat. Yeah. The, Sounds like these pe- people have done this, you know, put a... I mean, it's it very yeah. common on NA Miatas and stuff yeah. for people to put longer rails and... So there's also the the option if you get, um, like, there's, like, super low rails that you can find, too. Yeah. Like, he just needs to... I mean, I don't know what's available for Miatas, but, I mean, just look up, like, super low rails for Miatas. But, um, just look up if, super low. If you get the brackets on the sides, like, for Recaros, you know, they um, like, what if, if it, it is a bucket... Sometimes those have provisions where you can actually tilt yeah, you can it adjust yeah. by just like you you loosen the bolts up or mm-hmm. pull them out and then you can adjust the seat. You know it doesn't take that long, but it so that if you are gonna go like car you know mountain road or if you're gonna go to the track, you can change the position to where you, it's optimal for driving. And then when you need to go on a road trip or whatever, you can change it. I think um, you should go for it because it's his daily. It's not his long car drive. Uh, yeah. Long drive. Yeah. <laughs> long, drive I, long car drive. Yeah. Long car drive. Uh, I mean. Otherwise, yeah, because that sucks, dude. Otherwise, you need a different car, right? Like that's that's a huge. Yeah, I, I think you go for it. You can always switch it back if it's terrible, and um, yeah, I think you give it a try. And by think, the way, that's such yeah. a rad choice for a daily. Also, he should look into um, just something as simple as a different. Like I think Blaine kind of mentioned this, but uh, like aftermarket seats are typically like you know thinner. They have less padding, and they're different shapes. So maybe even just getting the low rails with a different aftermarket seat might do the trick, right? Where he doesn't have to go to the extreme of bolting the actual seat to the floor yeah. or something. Um, so there, there might be an option there. Chris16V Rocco says, does Art buy parts for his cars just to include them with the car when he sells? That's right, yeah. And so, and I usually put them in the trunk, and then I, I pop the trunk and I show them, like, hey, check it out, dude. It comes yeah. with all this stuff, bro. That's how, that's how I roll. Okay. <laughs> Um, Hushy Pushy says, what PSI do you set your tire pressures to? And do you change it when going on a spirited drive or just set it and forget it? Uh, usually set it and forget it until, uh, or check it. So like check it and yeah, no, check it, set and, it and check it, set it and check it. Yeah. Like, so if I'm I go adjusting, out, I'm pretty bad at it because yeah. yeah, I'm pretty bad at it. Like I'll check it before every rally. Yeah. Do you have a good way of filling it up at your house? Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's tough. I yeah. finally got a little air compressor. I don't, my compressor took a crap a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of a pain to do it. Um, but I usually use manufacturer and then kind of adjust it to my preference. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, you find a spot, right? Like you do play with it initially and then, and also all the, all tires are different. You know, some have softer sidewalls, some, you know, want more pressure than others and all that. So, but once you find that spot, then you just continue just checking it and not fuck with it. Right. Exactly. Uh, Auto Kennel says the foundation of AAADD, this is uh, Arts Automotive <laughs> ADD, is based on driving as many different cars on rallies as possible. Thus, he must drive the 924 on the Coastal Range Rally. If not, the penalty should be where it hurts the most, not driving with the fast group. No. Therefore, he either drives the 924 or is relegated to a... Hashtag BOP, that's back of pack vehicle, like Joe Polo's Herbie, or hashtag Turo Lottery, hashtag front wheel grip, <laughs> hashtag slow as ice. Dude, Turo lottery me, lottery me, man, I'm down. <laughs> Dude, okay, can we just fully, like, 
can we just pick like one out of like we'll come up with a list local and we'll just come up with a number like one through ten one through twenty like pull it out of a hat well, yeah. should it basically should be like a bone stock miata that'd be fun though that'd be fun or a bone stock i don't know why we're saying i like stock. how we're like punishing him by like <laughs> renting a, like, i just want a slow <laughs> slow car it would be great uh, to put him in like a 1600 bmw or like a citroen 2 cv yeah yeah, yeah not that slow that's, that's too like, fun that's dangerously slow but or like a rabbit diesel yes oh, yeah two, 240 diesel 240 dang non dude i see a lot of 240 manuals out there and yeah. it's like but it's they're brutal, so right? slow dude. and they're loud and yeah. they're smelly and there's a beautiful um white smelly. one Kinda. There's a white one right now. It's like full taxi. Lombardo sound. Like, no, no. Are they, uh, no, that's Lombo, right? Oh, Mercedes. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are smelly as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, sorry. Yeah. So whoever's behind me, right? Yeah, not a Volvo. Yeah, yeah. But there's a 200e. Actually, a 240 Volvo would be perfect for you. So slow. Yeah, but at least it'd be kind of fun. Uh, uh, so there's a 200e. Uh, W123, like tax, like Euro taxi spec, white with a, with a really, really nice cloth interior. Yeah. It's like a beigeous tan color. Manual, really, really nice car. It's French, so it's got the French headlights. Like, They're too expensive. So though. pretty. It's not, not very expensive. Six it's grand. like reasonably priced. Somewhere on there. Um, oh, you saw it already? You know what I'm talking about? Maybe. Um, Yeti Overland says, what is the 2020 version of Lane's melting some crayons? Does that mean like interior quality? Or does it, I don't know what that is. Is that a quote or is it a, um, Oh, right. Oh, this here. Or is it a, I'll just melt some, crew or is it a new car? <laughs> like that version of a new, you know, uh-huh. I think it's a new quote, right? It's like, what would you throw out there now? Oh, well, we can do both. I don't know if like certain cars out there have a smell like that or they're that tacky and cheap inside. Not really <laughs> chunky. I don't like the chunky design, but I, I haven't been in a brand new, um, Forerunner or anything to know of how chunky, overwrought all that shit is. Jeep, yeah, Jeep's pretty bad at it too. Yeah, I've like been to, in a Toyota's a pretty bad. Road, like you were talking about with the big, big old huge no, like yeah HVAC controls. Yeah, they, big old, like, they're so like, gross. It's it's big old shitty plastic, yeah. but they're plastic. Like, right. It's pure like Sony explode interior. Yeah, like, but it's so also bad. to make you feel like blue you're rugged somehow. It's yes. a yeah. rugged It's thing. like you right. could use gloves. It's like, it's like taking <laughs> yeah. like... But if you wore oh, gloves, that's... you're going to fucking ruin it. It's going to like break off. That's actually an angle. It it's is like, for gloves. You're in your snowboard gloves, man. Like you still want to turn down the heat. That's what the trucks advertise mm. a lot. Okay. Because it definitely like has like that whole like... um, What do you call it? Uh, yeah, like I, I'm thinking... Sorry, I'm spacing. It's okay. You were going to say something. Uh, no, I wasn't. Um, uh, Lane melting crayons. You are melting allowed. crayons. Sony Explode. Uh, bespoke, bespoke, falls to hand, falls to hand, medium Slot car, medium size handles, like, handles like a race handles car, handles on rails, uh, low center of gravity. Uh, no, yeah, All right. yeah. All right, uh, good on center feel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Pretty good, good and on center steering. Um, uh, turn in, rev happy, rev happy. Um, meaty power band. Yeah, no. <laughs> EVWest.com says, what Radwood era car would you most like to see with a full Tesla EV swap? Uh, Volkswagen van again. And, uh, 928 could be good. Whoa. That's Automatic cool. 928. Just fucking sacrifice that thing. Hmm. SEC. SEC, yeah. Along the same lines. That'd be Mercedes cool. Benz. Yeah. Ultra, ultra quiet and smooth. SEC would be good. Yeah. So sick. And all wheel drive too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's next level. Yeah. 928. I'm taking that back because I do like the sound of that V8. It's pretty cool. 
Although the SEC has a good sound too, not as good though. Nah, Mercedes has never been not there. a lot of bark. Yeah, and very little. In fact, I'm sure they wanted less. AMG opened it up, but oh. yeah, they wanted as little bark. The bark, low bark. <laughs> It'd be like remember- a diet barks root beer. Okay, I just remembered what I was going to say. It was like the. Uh, Four owner interior is like a G-Shock aesthetic. Yes, that's what I was thinking. It is like a G-Shock, right? with the bad G-Shock. Yeah, the later one. Like, with all yeah, the crazy, exactly. Yeah. G-Shocks are yeah. kind of summer. I'm wearing, cool. I'm wearing a G-Shock, but this is their. Most, oh, that's, that's your their, new one. That's their like most. Minor. That's the. Yeah. That's like a. Most looks like minor, a shark bro. watch, kind of <laughs> yeah. like an old school G-Shock. Yeah, yeah, this is their cheapest. Ali has a really nice. Um, you got a good one. Really nice clean analog G-Shock. with a little digital window. Yeah, that yeah, one's cool. Very very nice. Yeah, this was good. That's very forty two dollars. Oh wow. If you're looking for G-Shock. Yeah, it's very black school digital. Uh, <clears throat> any other... Uh, Dude, there's Tesla so blocks? many. I think... Uh, well, how about fucking XJ12? <clears throat> oh, that would be great. Because the fucking motors suck ass. Yeah, they're awful. They're hard to deal with. Nothing looks amazing. Yep. No, they're, they're, and they get better looking every time I, I see one. I kind of think any GT is the way to go. I mean, sports car, yes, it'd be cool, but there's some added weight, although your center of gravity gets much better and you're fast. But a ice. true sports car, it takes away from, I do think it takes away you from a little a bit of little that bit enjoyment. Of that texture, like, you want that old school kind of like the shifter and all yeah. that stuff. How about like, um, how about like a Toyota 4Runner or something? Or a Dodge Ram Charger or like a... First-gen minivan. You know? No, you, but um, I think GT cars. XJ, GT cars. XJ12 might be the call. XJ12 would be sick. Down. Yeah, because they're be. so good looking, but none of us would ever want to own one. All the other, yeah. Everything about them sucks except for how they look. Yeah. <clears throat> Four windows down. Uh, um, right? Are they pillars? Coop? Aren't they? Try to remember. No. I'm pretty sure they are. Might be, yeah. yeah. They're gorgeous, and all the generations of them. Yeah, you know, late nineties, like yeah. you know, up till the X K eight, and they're rad. Yeah, super rad. Spoilers and yeah, that's a good. Hmm. That's a good one. If I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? Um, and doesn't EV West do this? Yes. So yeah, <laughs> uh, a Bentley Turbo R. Oh, that'd be really good. Although that motor is pretty rad, but um. To make it silent and fast would be pretty amazing. Uh-huh. Start with an SEC and an XJ12 Sorry, or an did XJS. You say, did you just say Bentley Turbo R? Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Sorry, I was reading the question. Um, um, because you have a little bit of room there. They're big, big wheelbase cars. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's that's why the whole like Icon, you know, old 51 Merc or whatever those derelict cars are, like with that drivetrain, make a lot of sense, right? Because it's so rad. Just ton of torque, reliable, and you're just cruising like for the most part. And when you want to romp on it, you can and just fuck you around. have way more power than you would ever have. Way, too. way more power. Yeah, and and so they aren't there. about the like engine sound or like driving Brian Skylark around. Like the last thing you wanted was a was more power or noise in that thing. It's just all about cruising and yeah, and that would be awesome to have that plus all that power. So how do you feel about uh? A sports car with a drivetrain that sucks, and instead of dri- swapping in something that would be rad, like let's say a K twenty something, you do the EV thing, but you can shift. Like if you had a manual somewhere in there, like somehow in there. Yeah, it's hard, dude, because you need a clutch too, right? Like, and then how does that? Seems like it I adds mean, if, complexity if it works, to the whole yeah. deal. But like if you it can works, just plug this yeah. in and it goes. Yeah. 
I thought of a new one. But um, it almost sounds like that's a key component that's missing, right? Like if you just right. have a single like direct drive gear thing in a sports car, it's it's not ideal, right? Right. You definitely want to have that engagement and be able to like rip through gears and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, what about a Land Rover Classic? Oh, Range Rover Classic, sorry. That's uh, that's pretty that's rad, a, dude. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Because once again, you're taking a unreliable thing and making yep. it so much And it's easier. so good looking. Yeah, and you get that instant torque, and uh-huh. ah, that's pretty good. That's a good call. Um, what about any funky motorhome? <laughs> yeah. My, my first, my, my mind goes to a Winnebago Brave, which uh-huh. is that really stubby one. Yeah. It just looks super funky, but that's not Radwood era. But something along those 70s, lines. Right? Yeah. yeah. Something along what those lines. What about that? There's like that uh, 80s one oh, that was a BMW. Also, a motorhome's yes. hard. Is it Vixen, Vixen? I think. It's BMW. Motorhome's kind of hard to do yeah. electric because you're like, a motorhome's all oh, about charging. like grand going touring. Far. Going far. I mean, yeah. we also were talking about GT cars, but you can also drive a GT, GT car to the store and totally. stuff. But a motorhome is all about long road trips with family. Wagoneer. Wagoneer. That's a good one, too. Wagoneer. Pretty good. But yeah. Yeah, you can't go too good. wrong. But again, yeah. you're back to like want to go far, far and wide. You want to roam. Yeah, I don't know what the the um the what's it called the ranges on the EV West swaps. I mean, probably it's Tesla, so it's probably like three hundred to. That's pretty two, solid. Two, it's very that's solid. Really good. I just need to find a place to take a nap while you charge. Uh, JDM Solberg says, "What's your favorite podcast besides DWA?" Well, Overcrest, of course. Uh, yeah, overcrest. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like uh, revisionist history with Malcolm Gladwell. Are there any new ones though? Have they just they came a new season. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, because I actually do like that. But it's a very, I've very never heard high this production value. It's so awesome. It's a, a lot of uh, you know interviews Editing. and sound effects. Uh-huh. And it's quite good. My favorite one good, is about the McDonald's humor. French fries. Did you listen to that one? Uh, no. It's the story on how like McDonald's French fries changed their recipe because this guy basically decided that they were unhealthy and he literally like took it upon himself to spend millions of dollars to campaign against McDonald's in the eighties. It's really interesting. Hmm. I'll just check it out. Weird. Um yeah. I like uh Two Bears One Cave. Me too. Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer mm-hmm. com- comedy podcast. Um Dak Shepard's podcast is good. It's good. I haven't listened to that yet. Um Conan O'Brien's is good if you're Conan O'Brien's pretty good celebrity stuff I like This American Life mm-hmm. I like collecting cars uh, with uh, what's his name Chris Harris and uh, Beyond the Grid's probably my favorite but it's Beyond the Grid's really good it's a Formula One podcast um, like Beyond Victory with Nico Rosberg I've listened to those Dinner with Racers is really good the Car- dollop Carmudgeon with Jason Camisa. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to. It on I only. Podca- I only I've, li- I've watched them. I've watched here. a couple on YouTube. I've only you watched can listen one. or watch. Yeah. Uh, Auto off topic. Another car one. TST is good. Andrew and Brad. TST. Bucket seat. Our homie. In Canada. Yep. Joe Rogan can get a little wild, but Joe the, Rogan. if you find a uh, yeah, find a, a guest. guest. And Artie Lang's podcast is pretty good. So oh yeah, I haven't listened to his new podcast. Huh. And uh, all fantasy, everything. I listened to some of those. That was gnarly. It's so long. Like stand by your band. Never heard of that. Freakonomics. I like Freakonomics. Okay. Yeah. Art I think that's a good list. Off, like the New York Times bestsellers over here. <laughs> no, I've never listened to it. I'm going down my list on my phone. <laughs> I've never listened to this one, but it's called the worst I- idea of all time podcast, and I uploaded it. But they basically these two dudes. I think the one guy's from Australia. They watch the same movie every day for like 
60 days and record a podcast. The same movie? The same movie. And what they movie? basically go crazy. What movie? They watch Grown Ups 2, I believe, no. one time. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Oh, Grown Ups 2, I mean, for the first few times isn't so bad, but. Yeah, it was David Spade and stuff. Good uh, God. Rob Schneider. But yeah, and then they, I forget what the other one was. Oh, they watched Sex in the City, the movie. Oh my God. For Every like 30 day? days in a row or something like that. Yeah. It's fucked up. And basically it like makes them go insane. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, Joe Polo 68 says, been listening to old podcasts and the suspense is killing me. Whatever became of cold turkey? Uh, <laughs> still there, see. right? Isn't it still? Yeah, yeah. It, I don't want to ruin it for him, but it sunk. <laughs> basically, they took it to Moss Landing and then they tried to sail it back one day. I was there and one of the sails ripped and they got towed all the way back to Santa Cruz. And then I think shortly after that, they sold it and sold it to some people locally. Sold it to some friends of ours. Yeah, and it's still in the harbor. I think it's out there doing things. Yep. Um, like Big Bear. Big Bear. And we did probably five podcasts on that boat. Probably um, more than that. Lane got scared a few times. He's yeah. afraid of the dark. I think Brian took it on like 10 sailing trips and got towed back like three or four times. <laughs> At least. Yeah, he had some maybe, fucking maybe adventures, five. man. That thing just... Yeah. Or the fact that he barged into that without any sailing experience at all was... It's very Brian. Mm-hmm. But he learned a lot, I'm sure. Like how to moor a thing properly and not let it drift yeah. away. Mooring. Oh yeah, he had that one where they spent the night in uh, Capitola and it was like floating and yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Uh, that was a good podcast studio. Yeah, for sure. Very yeah. perfect uh, bench seating, mm. table in the middle. Uh huh. Quite uh, good sound quality. Yeah, it was fun. Intimate, for sure. We had a great. Christmas episode, I believe, holiday episode on that boat. That's that where we did legendary one. That's where we did our BMW. Uh, what would you buy instead of the E30 M3? Oh, no, I thought that was my house. I don't think so. I thought that was my uh, Chilverton house. Pretty sure. Really? No. Anyways, uh, we also had drunk Connor one time. That was definitely a fun drunk one. Connor. Yeah, yeah, he'll get you. Yeah, he'll get you. At <laughs> yeah. least expect it. Yeah. All right, I think that's the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Later. patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title experts in automotive opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon only stickers and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do like camping while awesome. And we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.